It was ascribed to him. He was rich. Yes, I want it. He was known. Yes, everyone wanted. And he was a ruler. That's in his description in Matthew chapter 19. Rich young ruler. How many of you want to be rich in this church? Oh, no, don't pretend about that. Oh, yeah. Because you see, poverty can undermine holiness. So, don't, it's not a bad thing to be rich, but I just want to change from perception shut there and turn into my people over. Now, nobody here will get it. That's the truth, right? With the way you enjoy life, the energy you have right now, the vigor, the tenacity you have right now that you can do things. You don't want to get old. You don't want to be 70. You don't want to be 80. Why? Because you will not do what you're doing now. So everybody wants to acquire the position of youthfulness. Not only that, but, 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 but everyone wants rulership. Right now, some of you here, yeah, you're just looking at me like that, but you want to be the senior pastor for the church. Because you've got too many money or too many respect is in this thing. <laughs> Just play on that. But the truth is, some of you want to be congressman, congresswoman, governor, senator, representative. That's your aspiration. Men's pursuit is after rulership. That's the fact that we cannot ignore George Washington's now. And this was the this was the position of this young man in, in Matthew chapter 19, beginning from 23. And this rich man came to Jesus. He said, Lord, what can I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, You have heard it is written, Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. He said, yes, sir, I'm a saying. He said, but let me tell you something. I'm a Jewish child, and I have been keeping the thou shalt not from the day I was five years old. Because every Jewish parent was taught, according to the Torah, or the Sejudan, or the law, they were taught to start taking their, their children in the temple at five, and they begin to start reciting the Jewish code. Hallelujah. So, when this man came to Jesus and claimed that he has obeyed all of the thou shalt not from the time he was a he was actually right. He has obeyed, but Jesus said something to him. You like one thing. Well, what Jesus said to him, you like one thing. Because Jesus understood that it's not possible, watch this now. It's not possible to obey all of the thou shalt not and not have what you desire from God. In other words, if you do what God requires, God will give you what you desire. That's just the mathematics right there, church. Mm. Now, so this guy, so Jesus told me this thing and said, you like one thing. <laughs> Fast forward this thing. Go and sell all of your possession, bring the money, give to the poor. And the one who declared that this guy left from Jesus present so sorrowfully. That means he was not willing to let go of his riches, his possession. He was not willing to give to the poor. So indeed, Jesus discovered one thing that this guy liked. But me, I discovered two things. Number one thing this guy liked, but the second thing rather this guy liked was the love for his neighbor. Because Jesus specifically indicated, go and sell everything. I'll bring the money to me and I'll give the money to the church. But go down the street. Somebody that needs food to eat, give the money to them to buy food. And this was the deal. But this guy was not willing to play the fair share of this deal. The Bible says he left from Jesus' present sorrowfully. And in verse 25, Jesus makes some few comments that seems to be a rhetorical question. Here is my thing, here is my thing. Don't let me misbehave ahead of time, please. Here is my thing. When we talk about rhetorical question, then, then it means that the person who's asking the question already have the answer to the question, but he just want to share thoughts. He want to gather other people's view concerning this issue. So, so, so Jesus brought this thing. He said, you see, I told you, it is easy for a camel, a camel, the animal's camel with the horns back. He said, it's easy for the animal camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. Mm, that was so, so mind-boggling, mind-blowing. It was something that myself could not fathom my mind around. I could not comprehend. Because having the pictorial of the animal camel with that long back, and now you're, you're telling me that you can pass through needle 
You tell them that animal can pass through the eye of the needle. Now Jesus specifically said that it is easier for the animal camel, watch this now, to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. What was Jesus trying to prove? Was he trying to disprove the place of riches? Was he trying to tell you it is a wrong thing to be rich? Oh, honey, the truth is this. In Revelation chapter 7, ladies and gentlemen, in, in uh, 17 verses number 3 specifically, the Bible tells us the church of Laodicea, this church believed too much in their riches and in their wealth, till they, they, they had no need for anything else. And that's the tenacity of riches. That's what riches can do. Riches build you in an island. That's what I'm saying. Riches make you feel self-independence of the first form. Riches build what you want to call false independence. Because riches make you feel like you don't need him, I don't need him. We don't need each other. I'm sufficient within myself. That's the temptation of riches. So when Jesus said that it is easier for a devil to pass through the Many of you 
You don't even let me in the text. You just jump up. That's the But there is an English word right there called with. With. So it means that for there to be possibility, the with. Don't ignore the with. W I T H. Now the word with is a preposition. In our own English, it's a preposition, right? And prepositions are words that are used to show relationship. Watch this now. Like for example, according to, they are preposition. The word according to. The word of, O-F, is a preposition. So with is also a preposition. So it means that for me to experience the possibilities that I intend or expect, I must be with You lost in that one. You didn't get it. In other words, I have a part to play. I must be in relationship. Cahoots. I must be with God. I must be with God. Not far from God. Not in my own world. Not in my own space. Not in my own self-independence. But I must be in the word of God. For the possibilities I anticipate. The possibilities I expect. The possibilities I want for me to have that possibility. I must be And Judges chapter 7, from 1 to 3, 1 to 10. Just read Judges 6 and 7. I want to fast forward because we're on time right now. Now, I want to show you the possibilities of God. Many of you just read Matthew 19, 26. We've got all things, we've got all things. Yeah, it's good to say we've got all things. But what are the place in the world where God exemplified his possibilities so that you and I can see and know that what he says he will do is what he do? Very important. So in Georgia's chapter 6, we are told that the even the minute the Israelites rather, they were under siege. Watch this now. Siege means slavery. They were under siege by the Midianite. And the Bible says in Georgia's chapter 7, for seven years, this siege continued for seven years. Seven years, the Midianite would just come. And they would come at the time Israel is about to harvest. Israel will plant two on the year and will make their farm. During the harvest season, that's what the Midianite Then the Midianite will take over and enjoy their possession, enjoy the fruit of their labor. And you see, there are a lot of us here who know to all these things are happening. There is something I call the Midianite curse that is directly or indirectly manifesting over our life. In other words, what Pastor is saying, I'm laboring, but I'm not acquiring the results of my labor. I'm working like elephant, but I'm eating like ant. That is the Midianite curse. Because the Midianite curse does not stop you from laboring. Stop you from enjoying the fruit of your labor. And they allow you and you work all of the overtime, the overtime, the in-time, the out-time. But yet all the forms you receive at the time it cuts in your hand, that's not all the problems line out to just eat the money. Indeed, your intention was not to solve problems with the overtime you are doing, but by the time the money gets in your hand, that's when the problem starts to match on your life. That is the meaning of curse. Let's say children. That was the kind of curse that Israelites found themselves on. Each time they labor, the time to harvest, that's what the enemy will come and overtake their possession and enjoy it. So in Judges chapter 7, the Bible says there was no joy at this time. His name was called Gideon. The word Gideon means in the Hebrew, it means that they're the one who destroys. Why does it the one who destroys? So 
spoil your mind. You want to spoil your mind? Sometimes people make it even impossible. But the angel says, you can't open your own house. Believe that you can open your own house. Most of the people now ask about you. I will take it.
Father, we bless you. 